Hello, everybody. Welcome to Rival Sports Talk, episode 24. We are back. I'm Jake, great co-host of Bo. Before we hop right into it, do not forget to like, subscribe, share, all platforms, Apple Podcasts, Instagram, Spotify, YouTube, you name it, we're there. Uh, we're going to hop right into it, Bo. Uh, NBA free agency. We have a, a lot, a lot of people resigning or going elsewhere. Um, what's a big one you have? Off the top of your head, what's a big one? A big one for me, um, not necessarily a player going from one team to another. It's a player that re-signed with their current team. And that dude is for me, the, the guy who won, uh, he, he, made, he made the most money uh, with his offseason signing. Uh, five years, 158 mil for forward Brandon Ingram. Uh, Brandon Ingram was a little disappointing early on in his career in Los Angeles one most improved player last year. He, he won that, right? Or was he second? He, he won. won that, right? Yeah, so he won a most improved player. He's still only 23. So this deal is going to take him right to the beginning of his prime. Um, and the Pelicans, man, y'all better watch out for the Pelicans. Um, they have a good young core going on. Um, I think they could be able to mesh together and win a title within the next three to five, year, three to five years. And uh, Brandon Ingram uh, will be at the center of that. Uh Talking about the Pelicans, one person that I want to mention was a big offseason person to get was Steven Adams from Oklahoma City. Yeah. Yeah. He was traded to the Pelicans with that trade. He got a new two-year, $35 million. Um, You said, what did you say, four to five? Yeah. I can see two to three. They meshed together real quick. Lonzo, Josh Hart. It'll be nice. Zion Williamson. Be nice. Um, yeah, no, especially with how uh, young the game of basketball has become, um, I would not uh, be surprised to see these guys win it in the next two to three years uh, before they even hit 25. Um, so it'll be it'll be a fun and interesting couple of years for New Orleans Pelicans fans. My biggest offseason sign, in all honesty, was De'Aaron Fox, Sacramento. Yeah, yeah, uh, he's like. 22, 24-ish, somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. Four-year, 163, but could get $195.6 million if he hits specific milestones. Don't know what mm-hmm. those milestones are, but that's my biggest takeaway right now. Yeah. No, De'Aaron, he's probably one of the most underrated uh, players in the NBA um, just because he played – he plays in Sacramento. Um, and he is, he is really good. He's one of the fastest players in the league, if not the fastest. He reminds me of a lot of uh, Chris Paul um, early on, uh, Chris Paul, just because he can move, he can pass, but he can shoot a lot better than Chris, and he can also dunk. He's a really good dunker, too, so I wouldn't be surprised if uh, his name shows up in the uh, dunk contest in a few years. But, yeah, no, De'Aaron Fox, he's a great, he's a great uh, young basketball player. Yeah, most definitely. And speaking of Chris Paul – uh, Phoenix Suns acquired him. Uh, they mm-hmm. do have a, much needed. Suns, Suns acquire him with two years left on his contract from the Rockets, actually. Because then yeah. Thunder took over that contract, and then Suns are taking over that contract. Um, I feel like this could kind of be a one-year shot right now. Uh, like I said, two years left on his contract. First year will be $41.4 million, and then a second year will be $41.2 million. Do the nice. Suns have that kind of money to fork over? They do. They, 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 honestly, 
they probably shouldn't, but they do. I think it was necessary um, just because you have a young stud in Devin Booker, who I don't think he would ever say this, but you could tell he was definitely getting very frustrated not winning in Phoenix. And, you know, he has been pretty vocal about that, but it didn't really blame it on the organization or the team. He's always been more self, uh, self-critical. But I think this deal was done not only to try to get the Suns into the playoffs this next season, but to also help Devin Booker realize that he's not going to be alone. And uh, DeAndre Ayton, he's looking pretty good in his third year coming up. Um, so I think this deal, they'll be okay paying the 40 mil to Chris Paul, even though that's way more than he should be making at this stage in his career. But just because it'll help the development of Devin Booker even further and also let him know like, hey, man, we're getting you the pieces. We're, we're getting you the pieces. We love you in Phoenix. We want you to stay. We're getting you the pieces. So, yeah. I can see that. Uh, another big offseason deal was Gordon Hayward going to Charlotte. Uh, it was kind of a sign-and-trade deal. Um, but he got four years, $120 million. I think my sleeper team – I have two sleeper teams this year is New Orleans and Charlotte, most definitely. Charlotte went out the gate and got Lamella Ball third overall. Um, they, they have – so depending on how they play, they have Lamello, uh, Devontae Graham, Gordon Hayward. Malik Monk, too. Malik Monk. So I just feel like that'll be a good team. Just watch out for them this year. Right. Now, I don't know about you, but I was – when I saw – I was watching ESPN, and the bottom line said, breaking news, Gordon Hayward signed with Charlotte Hornets. I was shocked. I thought he was going to stay in Boston. I really did. Were were you surprised by his decision to move at all? Yeah, I was. Um, However, I don't feel like Boston is strong right now. I think Gordon wants to win, and that's why he left Utah. He thought he could get that in Boston because of the name Boston. You know, that's 17 championships right there. Right. And so you just think that with the name that, that it's going to be a competitive team all the time. Yeah. And granted, they made the playoffs, but it was nothing like watch out for the Celtics, you know. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, um, he's got a lot of work cut out for him in Charlotte, though. Oh, for sure. I, I thought he was going to stay just because of the rela- relationship he has with Brad Stevens, the head coach. Um, he coached him at Butler, and then I felt like whenever he Gordon got the opportunity to play with Brad in the NBA, and, you know, they had some decent success. I mean, they, they made the Eastern Conference Finals last year, and uh, they made it – they made actually the Eastern Conference Finals two years during Gordon's uh, tenure there. Um, so I thought he was going to stay. But at the end of the day, man, I, I, I'm willing to bet money that Charlotte was giving uh, Gordon Hayward an extra year and, like, an extra $30 million. Um, just because Boston, they already have young pieces, young young forwards and guards, and um, Hayward is going to get more money and playing time in Charlotte. So I think that's what his decision really came down to. But, yeah, no, Charlotte could definitely be a, a sleeper team, dark horse team in the East. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, kind of the big question this year is where Toronto is going to play their home games. And uh, speaking of Toronto, they uh, re-signed Fred Van Fleet to a four-year $85 million. I feel like that will really boost that team. Uh, however, they did lose two key centers. Uh, Marcus Gasol is going to the Lakers, and Serge Ibaka is going to the Clippers, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, so yep. Marcus Gasol to the Lakers on a two-year deal. I, I could see him running the back. Me too. 
me too. Um, yeah, no, it's a cool thing that Fred Van Vliet, he got the largest contract ever for an undrafted player. Um, I know you and I coming from uh, Kansas City, we would uh, I would watch Wichita State Shockers when they would be in the tournament just because I like to see them shock, you know, uh, Kansas or K-State. And uh, he was uh, one of the centerpieces at Wichita State during their historic runs that they put on with him and Ron Baker in the backcourt. So uh, congrats to Fred Van Vliet for being $85 richer than he was two weeks ago. Um, and he's, yeah, no, he's, he's going to be the starter, starting uh, one of the starting guards there in Toronto. I think he's better than Kyle Lowry, so he should start. And he's, they got something, I don't, I don't know if Toronto's going to be like a championship caliber team next year, but they'll definitely make the playoffs. It's like a fifth or sixth seed. Um, but yeah, no, uh, Van Vliet, good signing for him. You think they'll be a five or six? I think honestly they'll be yeah. a little less, seven or eight. Uh, Only because no, I just don't feel like they have the defense anymore. Yeah, Pascal, OG, OG Anobi, whatever his name is, um, Nick Nurse. He's a he's a he's a good uh, he's a good head coach. So I think the new guys will respond well to him, and the new and the players that are already on the team will be more uh, comfortable with his systems, and they'll trust more of his play calls. Right, I can see that. Um, speaking of good head coaches, man. Lakers head coach, Lakers GM, everything. They're doing everything right right now. I promise you. They go out and get the sixth man of the year and the runner-up for the sixth man of the year, Montrezl Harrell and Dennis Schroeder. Montrez. I don't know why there's an Ooh. L in there. But... I thought it was Montrez. Oh, it is. It is. I thought you said – I think you said Montrezl. I swear you said Montrezl. Montrez Harrell. We're going to run that back. I'm pretty sure you did. I'm might be the, you might just be the tip of my tongue. Montrez, Mont- Montrez Harrell. So, <laughs> six man of the year, runner for the yeah. six man. Uh, Montrez gets a two-year, 18.9. Uh, Mr. Schroeder gets a four-year, 70 mil. Man, Lakers, are, are they boosting their bench? Is this what they're doing? Is, is Schroeder going to oh, start? Yeah. Is, Schro- no. is Schroeder? Well, no? possibly because they lost Rondo. So, I could see Schroeder going in. Um, apparently, Braun has been wanting to play with Dennis for a long time. Um, you know, I saw Dennis in person a couple times and, uh, when he was with the Hawks and, uh, no, he, he, he played a lot like, uh, I mean, he's no, he's no Russell Westbrook, obviously, but he did play a lot like him just sprinting up and down the court. Um, I mean, it was like he was on a sugar high <laughs> that game because he was just running back and forth, had no uh, shortage of energy. So I can see why one of the greatest players ever, if not the greatest player ever, LeBron would, uh, try and, uh, go out and get him right right you see that and mentioning uh rondo he did sign a two-year deal with atlanta hawks for a 15 million deal 15 million dollar deal that is going to be a good conversation between trey young rajon rondo that's that's great dude because okay Um, like here's the thing bro you have rondo coming up carrying the ball up court all right and then you have um, what's his face, Trey Young, right behind him. All right, you have um, Derek, uh, Derek, no, not Derek Jones. Uh, what's his What's his name? Uh, John John Collins. Set a pick, get Lamelo or not Lamelo. <laughs> Trey Young, wide open. Young gets a three. I mean, I don't know how you're going to be able to defend that. Uh, Atlanta, they're building something special down there with uh, uh, Rajon Rondo. Um, 
what's his face? Trey Young. Trey Young, Clint Capella. Okay, the reason why I want to say LaMelo Ball for Trey Young is because he reminds me so much of him. Does he remind you of Trey no. a little bit? No? no, really? No, I don't know. I just see it. That maybe Slacking. it's just because uh, um, what's his Lamelo had like a hundred points in high school, and that's something Trey Young would do too. That's that's probably fact. <laughs> um, <laughs> moving further south to the Miami Heat, they re-signed Goran Dragic for a one-year, eighteen million, and Bam Adebayo for five years, one hundred sixty-three million max deal. Whoo! That's a good that's a good conversation. Jimmy Butler's there for another two years. Do they have the thing? Do they have it enough to run it back? Yeah, yeah. No, I could see them being champions at the East again. Um, Jimmy Butler, he wants to win as much as anybody in the league. Um, Bam Adebayo, they struck gold, man. He 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 could be like a like a Hakeem Olajuwon or Dikembe Mutombo. He'd just be blocking the heck out of balls, man. Like good luck driving to the rim on Bam. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Goran Dragic, I mean, he's he, he was an all-star one, at one point in his career. He's obviously not at that point now, but he's definitely a really good distributor, um, good ball handler, good leader for the Heat. He's been on that team for a while now. Um, I do think they are going to miss Jay Crowder and uh, Derek Jones. Um, they will lose something off the bench in their backcourt, but Eric Spolster is a smart coach, so I think he'll be able to make up for it, not based on personnel, just based on scheme and uh, how he decides to do his zone coverage or maybe even go man-to-man. Um, but, yeah, no, we'll, we'll see how the uh, Heat do defending their East championship. Do you think they're going to win the East this year again? The East? No, I don't. I don't. Me neither. But I want to be shocked if they did. No, the East is getting kind of soft right now. Everyone's going to the West. Um, East has always just, been soft, bro. Oh, Yeah. Speaking of Jay Crowder, he did go to Phoenix on a three-year, $29.1 million contract. Uh, we kind of touched on that a little bit. Devin Booker, Chris Paul, Jay Crowder. Um, DeAndre, DeAndre Ayton. Ayton. Yeah, so I think that will help them out a whole lot, you know. Um, we'll we'll see make how the playoffs. Do you think the Suns will make the playoffs next year? Oh, yeah. I think yeah, they'll be a six seed. Yep, I was thinking the same thing. Yep. They'll be a six. Um. What else we got here? Jeremy Davis Bertans. Oh, Jeremy. Oh, go Green. ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I like Davis Bertans. Uh, the Wizards were able to get him for five years, $80 million. If you're not familiar with Davis Bertans, if you play 2K, which I'm sure a lot of you do, they call him Davis Bertanens. So I hope they'll put some respect on his name and they'll change uh, the pronunciation to the correct pronunciation. But this dude, I mean, there are guys that play with their head on fire, and then there's dudes that play with their head on lava. Like, bro, like this dude, I was at the, you know how nobody goes to the Wizards games out here in D.C. So it was halftime and I got to sit up pretty close. And the Wizards were down like 105 to like 77 at this point or whatever. And he was still on the on the court playing. And, uh, you know, a lot of guys just kind of mentally check out at that point. He was literally screaming at the ref for a foul and just giving him the business. And he got teed up for it. And it was it's, I mean, obviously getting a T isn't always a positive thing, but it's just cool that even when the when odds are not in their favor at all, you know, he's still giving in 100%. And he is literally the best three-point shooting big in the game today. He is literally automatic. 
Um, I heard a report earlier uh, from ESPN's Warjanowski that he is actually, uh, Davis Bertans is actually going to start bringing a wet floor sign to the games and he's going to put it under the basket because that's how wet his shot is. He is, <laughs> he's basically the 6'10 European version of Tyler Harrow. Yeah, I don't, I don't like that analogy with the wet floor sign. Anyway. Bro, um, you know, when I go to Legacy, I bring a wet floor sign every time, though. Every time. I got, I got my own wet floor sign. I bring it. I thought you bought, brought concrete for your bricks. Nah, nah. You know the thing at Worlds of Fun, though? You know, like, you shoot it. Okay, well, if you make, like, ten, you get a jersey. But if you miss, like, eight, you get a brick. And I got, like, three bricks one day, bro. I spent, like, $70 on some stuffed bricks. But anyway, anyway. Um, uh, yeah, Jeremy Grant. Grant. Go ahead. Yeah, dude. Um, he's honestly one of the more underrated players in the league. He's bounced around early in his career, but I think he should definitely find a home in Detroit. And uh, he and Blake Griffin are going to have some fun playing with each other. That sounded weird. <laughs> he and Blake Griffin are going to – But, yeah, no um, – Jeremy Grant, um, he's a really solid – he was a solid bench piece early on in his career, but I think he's going to start for Detroit. Uh, what about you? Uh, yeah, I think he's starting. Uh, especially if you give someone a three-year, $60 million contract, man, you got to have some faith you in the guy to. that he's going to start, you know. Um, like, they're not going to give – all right, let me see here. Let me see here. Okay, Clippers. You're not going to give Marcus Morris a four-year, $64 million deal and put him on the bench. Right. So – I mean, yeah, they're Jeremy expecting Grant him to start. replace Harold, right? Morris, they're expecting him to step up for Harold and probably yeah. play his spot. Yeah, that he makes is. sense. Yeah, but you you just gotta think, man. You're not gonna give someone this much money and expect them to ride the bench for three years. That's what I'm saying about Carson Wentz. But that's a conversation for another day. <laughs> we'll get into that on Thursday. Right. <laughs> is there any other? Um, Cool free agent signings. Yeah, actually, I actually have a, quite a couple. Up. Um, yeah, Jordan Clarkson, Utah, four years, $51.5 million. I think that'll be a, a good thing. You know, you got a, a Donovan Mitchell out there. I think they're really kind of connecting together. We saw that towards the end of this year. Um, Hassan Whiteside is going to Sacramento on a veteran's minimum one year, $2.3 million. He dropped off, didn't he? He dropped off when he left the Heat, man. Right. He's still good. He's still decent. Like, he's better I'll, than your uh, your replacement center. Yeah, I, I do agree with that. Um, I don't have this marked, but it just came to me. Uh, Ennis Canner went back to Portland on mm-hmm. a trade, I believe. Um, yeah, I'll look that up. Dwight Howard signed a one-year $2.56 million with the 76ers. Yep. Uh, he's going to play back up, <laughs> 100%. Yeah. Uh, Tristan Thompson uh, is taking over for Ennis Celtics. Cancer. Yes, sir. Two years, $18.9 million with Is Boston. he still dating one of the, the Jenners or the Kardashian? Yeah. I know I know he was dating Chloe, I think, for a bit. Yeah, I think he's dating all of them. Just like nah. It'd be interesting, though, to see, like, the splits, like when he was dating a Kardashian versus when he wasn't, just to see how his, how his play was affected. There's got to be a stat somewhere. <laughs> I think Chris Humphreys did that. Remember him from Brooklyn years ago? Oh, dude, yeah. <laughs> Chris Humphreys, poor guy. Who was, who was the other one? Uh, he played with Dallas, played with Houston, uh, something Chandler. Wilson uh, Chandler? Tyson Chandler? No, 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 no. White guy. Um, 
I don't oh, know. We'll have another. <laughs> um, um, yeah, I got a, I got two more. Uh, Demarcus Cousins. I almost said Demarcus Robinson. She he go to? I didn't see her by this. He signed a retired deal with the Houston Rockets. One year, two point three million. Why would anybody want Demarcus Cousins? Why? He's a big what? man. He can get no, the job done. He's not good anymore, man. Guys, seven footers that tear their Achilles come back not good at all. And this dude has so much baggage off the field, off the court. It does not outweigh his play on the court, man. I, Demarcus Cousins, the Kings announcer, they um, when he was with the Kings, they said he has not seen a more rude and unnecessary rude person in his entire life than DeMarcus Cousins, about DeMarcus Cousins. So, like, why even bring that dude into the building? You know, even if uh, – even after Russell – I mean, you really want him with Russell Westbrook and James Harden already fighting every two seconds? No, that was the last time the Rockets are going to win a championship, but they still have uh, Russ and – what's his face? Harden. James Harden. Two ball-dominant um, guards that love the spotlight. Psh. What do they think was going to happen? Speaking of James Harden and Russell Westbrook, just a hot take here. Do you personally think that a uh, a trade will get done before the season starts for both of them? I think they should. I think I think Harden should stay because he's he's the face, the centerpiece of Houston. But I think um, Westbrook is going to get traded to the Knicks. It's a win-win because the New York Knicks have been terrible for years. The, the last star player they had was Carmelo Anthony. False. And who they have? Jeremy Lin. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, no, um, they should be because then Russ gets to pad his stats with the no names he's playing with. Um, Russell averaged, like, 50 points, 20 rebounds, and 10 ass- or 25 assists because he's not playing with nobody, but they'll lose every game by 40, but Russ won't care. Um, so, so, yeah, dude, if, it's a win-win. If, <laughs> if it's a win-win for James Harden, the man turned down two years, 160-some million. It was going to be $50 million a year. Why would you turn that down? If he doesn't like the owner. Him? He doesn't like the owner. So that's the only reason why I think – Harden would be traded, but I really don't think he's going to, just because James Harden is the centerpiece of the Rockets. Traded, you see, if, if he does get traded, could you see him going to Brooklyn? I was going to say the Bucks, because even Brooklyn's Ooh. the same deal. Brooklyn's the same deal, dude. Plus, with um the Bucks, the trades make more sense. You more have you have uh, younger players, better better younger players you could switch out with. Um, I could see like a first rounder, Eric Bledsoe, Dante Davincenzo. And maybe another first rounder. Is Matthew Dellavedova still with the Bucks, or was that like he signed? He signed with the Cavaliers. He again, signed with the Cavs again. Yeah, no, he was with the Cavs. He's yeah, no, he was with the Cavs. Then with the Bucks, and he went back to the Cavs. Now he's back to the Cavs again. Okay, uh, you had yep. mentioned Carmelo Anthony earlier. Also signed a one-year, two-point-six million league minimum to stay with the Trailblazers. <laughs> Does Carmelo Anthony get his ring? Um. <sighs> Before he I retires. So. Before he retires. I really hope so, but I don't think so. Uh, what do you think? I feel that he won't do it with the Trailblazers. Right. I was going to say, yeah, no, if he – if LeBron's got to work his LeBron magic and get his homie Melo up there playing with him, 
because they they've been saying for years how they want uh, Chris Paul, Melo, J.R. Smith, and him to all play together on the same team, and that's never happened. Um, and Carmelo, I don't know if you knew, noted this noticed this last year, but people always had this perception about Carmelo Anthony that he was an all about me guy, and I I had that too, and he was like that. But ever since he's become with the Trailblazers, he's been like, okay. I'm not the star in this team anymore. It's it's all about Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum. I got to do what I can to help this squad win, help lead them, give them some insight, and also just play lockdown defense. And he was one of the best uh, forward defenders in the league last year. Um, he played amazing off-the-ball defense. Um, and that is something that every team could use and I think LeBron should definitely work his LeBron magic, as I call it, and get get his homie Melo playing with him because, I mean, they could use it. Like I said, every team could use a lockdown defender off the bench. So so if they do go out and get – I'm talking about the Lakers here. If they do go out and get Carmelo, yes, he came off the bench last year for the Trailblazers, started at the end of the year. Um could you see? Could you see the Lakers moving their lineup, their starting five, to get Carmelo in the starting lineup? Like, hear me Carmelo out. Carmelo does not belong in the starting lineup at all. Hear no way, out. dude. Hear me I'm out. Hearing you out. I'm listening. I'm listening. Dennis Schroeder, Contavious Caldwell Pope, Carmelo Anthony, LeBron James, Anthony Davis. I mean, I, I, I mean, that could work if, like, somebody's injured. <laughs> but I just don't think that's a good starting lineup to have. Um, it's just that I just don't see Melo being able to produce. Um, you know, he's not built like LeBron. I mean, LeBron could play until he's, like, 100. Melo is really close to the end of his career. So it's not like he has the stamina to play 40 minutes a game anymore. So – so father time is coming on. Oh, it's been there. It's been there. That's that's why he only played like two minutes on the Rockets. Well, he played zero minutes on the Hawks. He did. He did. <laughs> he did. Uh, they should retire his number. They should just be like, in honor of his glorious three hours with the team, we are going to retire Carmelo Anthony's number. That'd be such a funny like April Fool's thing to post if they did that. Oh, I would hate that, honestly. <laughs> I would hate that. Yeah, that'd be um, funny. That is all that, that I have. Um, do you have anything else to mention? Um, no, not necessarily. Um, Joe Harris, one of the most um, efficient three-point shooters, is going back to Brooklyn. Um, he'll be able to catch some passes from uh, Kyrie wide open on the wing and be able to knock them down to help them out. Um, yeah, KCP going back to L.A. It's a big deal. Um, Derek Favors going back to Utah, um, had some good success there earlier in his career, and maybe he'll be able to drink from the fountain of youth and get back to that, even though he's only 29. But these dudes just start off in the NBA so early, man, that it seems like their success comes so early that it's that they seem like they dropped off a lot later in their career, like with Dwight Howard. You know, he's obviously not as good as he was when he was like 22, but he's still one of the top five centers in the league. Really? I think so. 
I think top five bench centers. Do you think Dwight Howard's a Hall of Famer? A Hall of Fame? No. Yeah. No. NBA champion, eight-time All-Star, five-time NBA first team, uh, two-time third team, three-time defensive player of the year. No. Dude. All right. All right, then. You're just a hater. I like Dwight, man. What do you mean? (laughs) Hold on. Before we – before we go, I just want to look something up here. I want to see who has won the most defensive player of the years in the NBA. Let's see. Who has won the most defensive player of the year in the NBA? Okay, look at this. Dikembe Batombo, Hall of Famer. Ben Wallace. See, was he is he in the Hall of Fame? He was close. Um, huh. Well, okay, honestly, dude, yeah, you do make a case for that because Ben Wallace is not in the Hall of Fame, and he looks very similar to Dwight. Um, but Dwight is also the only player to win it in three consecutive seasons. So, I mean, Dwight will ha- definitely have to uh, make a run towards the uh, latter part of his career and maybe score some more points and get some more blocks. But we'll see. I, I feel we'll like had his stats and get another ring. He's in. <laughs> Okay. Okay. That's my hot take of the day. Pat stats, <laughs> get another ring. Great. Yeah. Rival family, that is all we have for episode 24. Just an overview of NBA free agency, some big names. Uh, we'll try to be back on Wednesday or Thursday after the unfortunate news of the Ravens-Steelers game. Uh, try to get that in. Um, but like I said earlier, like, subscribe, share on all socials, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Uh, Apple Podcast, Spotify, you name it. We're going to make a wrap out of this, you know, just to catch you all send <laughs> off. Um, yes. But no, I'm Jake. This is Bo. Peace. Adios.